You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. We are on the air and recording. Schweiny. Hey, welcome to So Let Me Ask You This Podcast. I am Schweiny. I am Jack Ace. Jackie Baby. How you doing? Uh, better than I deserve, my friend. How's your back? My back is good. Yeah? Yeah. You taking drugs? No. Well, no. Just... Well, nothing prescription? <laughs> no. It's... it's just, <laughs> no. It's, I just like uh, ibuprofen. Okay. Is it working for you? Yeah. Okay. It, it better some days better than others. I always find that like Tylenol and ibuprofen, when it comes to my back pain, really doesn't help me that much. I don't know, like headaches, absolutely. That that shit will knock it out, or like maybe a joint pain of some sort. But my back pain, I, maybe because I I feel like a lot of times my back pain is nerve. So it probably is. So I I don't get a lot of relief. What is the name of that? Um chiropractor that you turned me on to boy she changed me mm, uh yeah well she's not uh she's not sponsoring the podcast or anything <laughs> but but if you need her name send me an email i'll i'll show you to her. she's uh she's kind of a she's kind of a uh holistic a, holistic yeah yeah and she's very good she yeah. was very good can't remember her name that's why <laughs> oh, damn it sorry didn't mean to put I'm, you on the spot i've been drinking <laughs> And uh, <laughs> as you all know, I drink to forget, and it works. So. <laughs> mm. I just remembered her name. Her first name is Kristen. Her last name. Ah, should I be saying this on our podcast? I'm probably not. Okay. But I want. I. I it's think Kristen you Moore. Kristen Moore. There it is. <laughs> More wellness. No, she's pretty good. I, I remember the first she's time. Very good. The first time I went. To visit her, I had um, I started riding the train to downtown for a job, and it was a, a different sensation. Like I was moving in a different way, yeah. and, and I did something to to aggravate my my back, and um, I remember what it was, but it's not important. Um, <laughs> and I could not; it would not stop bothering me. Right, so after about a month of dealing with like nerve nerve pain, um, I went to see her and. She did just a quick uh, adjustment on me, and when I when I left, I was still tender and and hurting mm-hmm. because it'd been going on for a fucking month. Yeah, right. Um, but I felt like a thorn had been pulled, so mm-hmm. I felt I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm standing taller. Right, you can feel like, the difference. The problem is solved. It's I'm still not out of pain, but I can tell. I can just feel that I am aligned and mm-hmm. whatever was bought, whatever mm-hmm. was, you know, it's truly, it was like being a, a thorn being plucked. Yeah. If you plucked a thorn out, you're still going to be a little sore where that thorn was aggravating you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So that, and then sure enough, a couple of days later, I'm was right as right. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably had like a bruised nerve in there or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Something was weird. Yeah. It was like when I heard it, I was picking up something that was awkwardly shaped. 
and I felt like a guitar string just go boing, like someone oh. plucked a guitar string in my lower back, and it didn't hurt. I just kind of went, "Oh shit!" No, yeah, that's yeah, gonna twinge. hurt. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, sure enough, a couple days later, he's gonna leave a mark. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I've got an announcement. Oh yeah. So I think I do. We have a trumpet. I think I've cracked the code for losing weight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And well, hang on. Let everybody get get uh, yeah, get a piece of paper. If you need to paper, take notes, go ahead. And, get a piece and, uh, of paper. Oh, so let me, me get your phone out. Let me just give uh, credit where credit is due. You're welcome. I've cracked the code because I finally started taking my wife's advice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to take credit for cracking this code, even though this is what she's been telling me to do all along. <laughs> this should be good. I am going to tell you that, um, so really the only way... Truly, I don't care how you do it. I mean, you can do keto, you can do, you know, uh, you know the Miami diet, whatever, Weight whatever, watchers. whatever, yeah, whatever. The, the only real way, and, I mean, and when I say real way, it's the only way. You have to burn more than you are taking, you're in. taking in. Yes. And so a lot, you know, a lot of people call that Kiko, right? Calories in, calories out. Or I don't know, maybe it's CISO. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the CICO, right? That's the only. I'm glad you're the one that brought this topic up. Well, <laughs> so the only way to truly lose weight is to have a deficit every day. Of course. So here's the here's the big failing I think most people do. Right? And they think, oh, I can I can do keto. You know, I just eliminate carbs. I'm gonna I'm gonna no, dude. You have to know what you are eating. Right. And so the only yeah, way, dude. yeah, dude, dude, dudettes. <laughs> I'm talking to you. The only way to know for sure is to track everything. And I mean, you have to be meticulous. You have to know, you have to track what you consumed for breakfast, what you had for lunch, everything you're drinking, any snacks that you have. So I highly recommend. That's you, exhausting. It is. So get a calorie counter. If you don't already, there's plenty of apps, right, that you can download onto your phone that will do this for you. They have huge databases. You can scan things with your phone. You know, like the UPC code on the back of a box of cereal. And you'll realize that cereal is a terrible thing for you to eat. Of course it is, but it's delicious. It is delicious. But if you're trying to be a economic, I don't need cereal. I, listen, I understand that. I don't eat cereal because I know it's 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 magically delicious, but it's also... <laughs> it's magically delicious. It'll also kill me. Yes. But I, otherwise, I'd eat it all the time. But here's the thing. Oh, I still eat cereal, right? Okay. Because... What, so here, here's the conventional wisdom, right? Um, that a pound is equivalent to 3,500 calories, right? And so there's this thing called TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. And you, there are things on the... I'm not going to go into it. There are things oh, on, good. The, on the oh, internet. I was say, slow down, because people are probably taking notes. TD, if you do a Google search for TDEE calculator, there are sites out there that will help you calculate. And here's what I will tell you. Go to multiple sites and get multiple opinions on what your TDEE is, right? So that's your baseline. That is the calories that you will burn just doing your normal daily activities, not including exercise. TDEE is what you need to stay alive. That's what your body burns. You know, just if you get up in the morning and you go cook yourself breakfast and you maybe uh, clean up those dishes and put them in the dishwasher and then you walk to your office, that is all burning calories and it's going to calculate all that for you. So there's a baseline, right? Your TDEE. If you will take that number, shh, shh, 
She, Okay. So, if, if if a pound, excuse me, if a pound is equivalent to thirty five hundred calories, and you want to lose a pound a week, right? You take your TDEE, you multiply it by seven, you m- subtract thirty five hundred, and then divide by seven to get. Hey, no, no, no! Listen, do the math. Listen, you fucker. God damn it. Listen, I'm trying to help you out. Now, there's some apps that will calculate this for you. How much do you want to lose, right? They'll, they, you know, you'll fill out a, a general question. Right now, I want to lose my left and right ears. Yeah, well, suck it. So, yeah, so calculate your TDEE, subtract, you know, subtract the 3,500. So, 3,500, if you're losing a pound a week, you have to multiply the TDE by seven to find out your calorie expenditure for the week subtract 3500 to lose a pound in a week and then divide by that seven by seven to find out what your daily intake should be and then you track against that right so the reason i'm getting to this is that that gives you your daily allowance right Mm -hmm. and so let's for example say that um can we can we pause for a second no no i'm I'm gonna get through this stop it so let's say you are allowed to have two thousand. Eh, that's 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 pretty low. Let's start with. Let's I'm say, not even listening anymore. Let's say your total daily expenditure is twenty five hundred calories a day, just living your life, right? Mm. If you multiply that by seven, you get seventeen thousand five hundred calories per week, right? Subtract um, thirty five hundred because that's that's a pound, right? That gets you fourteen thousand calories for the week, right? If you divide that by seven. You get two thousand calories a day, yeah. right? So that is where that is what your your account for the day is, right? And so in the morning, when you wake up and you have your bowl of Captain Crunch, <laughs> you're with, done. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's probably, yeah, you're close. It, well, no, it's probably going to be around six hundred calories for that. Oh bullshit! Hold up, <laughs> hold up. You I'm, will be at a thousand. I want now. Now, don't give me that per serving shit. That's what. Well. So no, nobody, nobody sits there with a with a cup of Captain Crunch measuring it out. I do. I absolutely do. I have a small scale, and I don't use the cups because right, I, right. I so want. So you're to talking be- about no, no, no. That's not my point, Shwani. Okay. My point is, yes, you're tracking this. This I, I'm talking about the scam. Now, and now I'm going into oh, the scam yeah. of well, nu- what is nutrition, right? The nutritional pyramid, right. how it started. Look at where we are as a country now and how we got here. Oh, it's all bullshit. But here's the point. What do you mean it's all bullshit? It is all bullshit. I think people would want to hear about that more than they want a calculator. Okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. Eggs are bad for you. No, wait. One egg a week is okay. I didn't say Wait, that. wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> Eggs are good for you. I know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. That's the stuff I think I would love to dive into that. Let me finish this real quick. Okay. Because I have I have cracked the code. Get yourself a little scale because you want to be precise about everything you eat. And so you know that you're if, if you know what you're taking in, then you can you can be uh economic with those calories, right? And if you if your thing in the morning is having a bowl of Captain Crunch, you can do it. You just have to account for it, right? So that means maybe you don't get to have, you know, you can have an open face sandwich without the top bread in the afternoon because you've got to account for that Captain Crunch you had earlier. Yeah. If, if you only have, at, at the end of the day, when you're looking at dinner and you only have 500 calories, sorry, 
That's, if if yeah. that's all you got, then you're going to have to stay within that. If you're going to blow it, then why, why the fuck are you even bothering? Right. You know? Or you could work on the other side of it, which is the output and upping your output. Yes. To to another good thing, right? So if you only if your if your economy for the day is two thousand calories, yeah. and you know you're going to go out with friends and you're going to have some beers and maybe eat some pizza, why not uh, you know get on the bike? Yeah. Or the treadmill. Yeah. And then uh, put some put some calories in the bank for you that day. Put the calories in the bank. That is how you do it. That is how you crack the code. That's how you make it easy. I would, you know what you know would be a fascinating diet to try? What? What am I am about to make up. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm making this up on the fly. This is a brand new theory. Are you saying people I'm, I'm can, debate, can get in shape and lose weight on this diet? No. No, 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 no. So you, there was a, I, I forget which podcast it was. We talked about, we have that, uh, it, within us, we have this innate ability to sense danger. Mm, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, was that relationships? No. Yeah. Yes, it was relationships. Yeah, we're Thank talking you. about the, the book, uh, Gift of Fear. Yep, in, in relationships. So that, that book, the book of fear? Uh, gift. It? Gift of Fear. Yeah. I wonder if these, those same instincts... Right, mm-hmm. those same instincts that are built into our fear, could we tap into those about what our diet really should be? Because it's been so poisoned now over the last. I don't think so. Several generations. I don't think you so. don't think we could. No, I don't think so. Because I feel like with certain foods and certain things that we consume, there is an actual chemical reaction. There's that dopamine hit. That you get from having sugar or whatever it is that no, you, I understand you want. that. Like you're looking at you know a pile of broccoli or a slice of pizza. You're gonna, oh, I'm gonna eat that fucking pizza because it's gonna make me feel good. You know. So you, I'm, I, I, I'm saying you have to figure out a way to tap into that other part, though. Uh, yeah, I think we, I think we have an innate. We know. I mean, because I sit here when you were talking about everything, you know, calculating about. I'm sitting here going. Don't we know, like when when you when you, the way you feel during the if you really want to listen to how you feel, yeah, you can tell. Am I burning more calories that day than my slothing around here? Yeah. We know. Yeah, we know. We we're making excuses for ourselves. For sure, we sure know. We yeah, we do. And we just if we could just listen to ourselves. But you're right. The dopamine. I mean, we the the the, the way they fooled. You know, our generation was one of the first. They really. Took that down the nutritional rabbit hole. Yeah, they did because because that's when things started to become prepackaged and made. Well, that easy. whole fat free thing was bullshit because fat is essential in your diet, and all they did is they removed the fat from products and, and loaded it up with sugar, but so what, it would taste good. But how did we get there? How did, like when when did the when did when did when did food become reward, not sustenance? Well, I think there's always been an element of people like certain people like certain things, you know. Um, but there was a time where something happened after World War II. You know what? And maybe it was because you had all these factories now that were just sitting there. We have to research it's, this. I, well, I know and the answer. Just, I know the answer. Oh, well, okay. I, I didn't even finish my question. I can't wait to hear the answer. I, the answer is powerful okay. lobbyists from those food industries. And I'll, and there was a concerted effort by the sugar 
industry, the sugar plants, and that to push that fat was bad. And by removing fat, you know, sugar. And adding sugar. And sugar. Because people were not going to eat stuff that had fat removed from it because it didn't taste good anymore. So they put sugar in there to make it taste better. When was that? Um, dude, I can't give you the dates. I'm not sure. But I want to say it's close to around coming out of the war. Coming out of the war. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. We're going to research that. Not too much. I mean, because we, uh, no. we, be, we may be blowing the lid off of something. I, no, I don't. I don't research. <laughs> I just talk about uh, things that I would like to know. This about. is our last podcast. I'm giving you my opinion. It's based on nothing but. Uh, well, look at when they came out with the, the nutritional pyramid. How I feel today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, a, you know, that's ridiculous. My, my pyramid at the bottom, you know, the biggest part of the pyramid has uh, bourbon, beer, <laughs> <laughs> Tequila, vodka. And Whereas pizza. Pro- protein was like the very top, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need that much. Yeah. We don't need that much protein. But fill up on all this bread. No, I think the, the most recent and, and probably the most most truthful uh is the one that comes out of Harvard. Have you seen it? No. You have, well, you have not computer recently. in front? Did you bring your computer? No. Uh, all right. Let me uh I'm just lazy today. I'm gonna not lazy. That's there's nothing wrong with that. I was afraid to plug my computer into the Wi-Fi in this house. You know what? (laughs) It's probably uh, wise. (laughs) Got all kinds of things floating around this network. (laughs) I'm sure. Okay, here it is. The Harvard uh, Healthy Eating Pyramid. And this, you know, when I saw this, I was like, yeah, this is what it should have been all along. So... Uh, at the top of the pyramid, meaning that you shouldn't eat a whole lot of these foods is, um, or they say, use sparingly. These things are red meat and butter, refined grains, white bread, rice and pasta, sugary drinks, and sweet and salt. Those are the items at the very top. Use them sparingly. The second is, uh, ooh, I just it just says optional, alcohol <laughs> in moderation. <laughs> Yeah, not moderation. For, not for everyone. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> moderation. Keep it legal. Uh, okay. That's, so, it. That's their getaway card. Yeah. Moderation. We didn't tell you how much. Yeah. I moderate it. I only have a glass at a time. That was the alcohol lobbyist got that put in there. I'm not drinking just, it off just, the floor. No, don't say one glass. Just say moderation. <laughs> Please. All right. So the second one is dairy, right? One to two servings a day. Uh, let's see, what does that say? It's very small writing. Um, uh, vitamin D supplements. And then the third, you know, like, so these are, you should be having more of these as we go down, right? So the middle of the pyramid is your nuts, seeds, beans, and tofu, your fish, poultry, and eggs. Okay. I'm already bored of that. So. No, no, no. Let me finish. There's two more, there's two, two more sections of the pyramid. Okay. And then. Uh, the mainstays of your diet should be vegetables and fruits, healthy fats and oils, and whole grains. And then underneath that is exercise. Mm. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. So Never been part of the pyramid when I saw it. No. But I was thinking about when food, I was thinking about how food evolved, right? Coming out of the war, they were the grocery stores. You were going to the butcher. You were bringing stuff home. You were making it that night because... You had ice boxes still, some people, right? They didn't have refrigerators. Oh, yeah. 
And then you had stuff that you could save. Now you needed to preserve it a little bit longer. And people started working. And, about, and then they, packaging and adding salt. And, she, and then it just started, started pre-packaging stuff. Yep. And when we were kids... That's I think that was like the golden age of candy. Well, th- also those sections of and the grocery soda. store were much smaller. You know, the pe- prepackaged foods, uh, like today, because they because they couldn't produce it fast enough at the time. Like a lot of a lot of was diets, new. a lot of diets will suggest that you don't even go through the middle of the store; you only shop the perimeter, because that's mm. really where the Whole Foods are, and that's that's what's healthiest for you. You right? You go around the outside, you can get your dairy, your produce, your meat, and yeah. maybe some cheeses or whatever. Okay, I'm trying to take and you down get the hell another out of there. Ra- I'm trying to take you down another rabbit hole. Come okay. with come with me. Okay. <laughs> down this rabbit hole over here. What 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 what's in that what's in that <laughs> hole? <laughs> I'm talking about how we how it evolved. Yeah, our- yeah I, I agree. It's evolved. <laughs> what? You're a jerk. Uh, uh, there's been an evolution. Uh, what I'm saying, hey, what do you know? Things how, have changed. How things, but look what it has done to us as a populace. We've yeah, got, we're we've fatter got, than ever. Oh my god. Yeah. But, I, but remember, when we were kids. It was. It, it wasn't the way it is now. Well, so a the, lot of because it wasn't the, it, when you so say technology the technology has uh, has an influence on that too, right? Kids, a lot of kids are in front of the TV. You know, playing video games, doing that shit all day. They're not like you and I when we grew up, dude. There was nothing on TV during the day. We got Isn't on it our, kind of what, got outside, it? ran our bikes, and ran around. But th- but think about how it evolved is what I'm trying to. Yeah. Th- th- like it started. I, I feel like like Hershey's and stuff. It really took off at our a when we were kids. Oh, for sure. Right where you would go into a candy store. I'm just trying to paint the picture. You go into a candy store, and there were just like two or three candy bars, right? It was like it was a Hershey's, it was a, a Milky Way, and a Snickers. Yeah. Right, and that was about it. Yeah. And then it started. To, so it, now there's a whole fucking aisle for. But candy. what I'm saying is, it's kind of like they they put this drug out there. Yeah. You got us started kind of hooked. Now, oh, what is this new one? Oh, and you're always chasing that new sugar high. It is like drugs. Let me ask the you the way a they have spread drugs. Let me derail you for just a second. I was. That was what What did your mom do for a living? Now. What am I done? You told me we'd never bring this up in a podcast. What? What? Well, <laughs> uh, no. All right. What did she do for a living? She yeah. was my mom was a book a bookkeeper. Did she stay at home? She stayed at home until um, my dad got injured on the job. Okay. And then she had to go back to work. So during the fifties, the sixties, and into the seventies, most moms stayed at home. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, as and I'm not saying that that's that's what it needs to be. I'm not trying to be a, a chauvinist or anything. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm backing out. No, what I'm telling you, and, and you know what? Absolutely, women have every right to hold a profession and work and and earn a living and 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 feel feel that's safe and proud. Opinion. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what happened. As this evolved and, and more women from the household were starting to get jobs and have careers, and, and God bless them for doing it, Uh-oh. the need for convenience yes, came into play. Yes. And that's what happened at the grocery store because those sections in the middle of the store that were smaller before, you know, most of it was you would have much bigger aisles of canned products, right? And that was supposed to be a little bit easier than... 
taking home, mm-hmm. you know, vegetables that you had to chop right. up. So it evolved from just canned vegetables. Now it, it we've got right. full on pre-packaged, pre-packaged meals. In the all you have to do is throw it in the microwave. Yeah. Right? And so... They've actually... And even the heating up process has changed. Did you see how I brought that full circle down? It was genius. Okay. You well, know what? You giving me shit. I, like, I I had to keep keep with my story as you gave me shit around the circle because I knew it was going to come around, come so, around and you make, know what? make a decent point. I... I uh, I apologize. Not not necessary. No, no. I'm going to apologize, and I'm and I'm also I'm going to tell you that I'm apologizing at the risk of losing the point I was going to make because now it's gone forever. However, It'll come back. you are absolutely right. You did come back full circle again, and I was sitting here going, "Son of a bitch, you did it again." And I, but I didn't want to interrupt right there because I was still interested in what you were saying, and then I forgot by the time you got to the, to the end. Um. So you were talking about the candy. The, no, no, the prepackaging is is exactly right. Yeah, but it was and then, because and then, we needed more convenient options, right? Women who are in the uh, working place, even men coming home from work at the end of the day, they weren't going to have time to. We still don't m- make a meal. You know, <laughs> we, yeah, still oh, we still don't. We, I mean, yeah, I think you know if you're doing meal prep or something like that, if you're if you're trying to be healthy. You can do well, more. Well, yes, if you do, if you're trying to be healthy. Yeah. Look, things have changed ridiculously. When, when oh, we were we kids, eat out. We eat out oh because it's God. so convenient. Good. You know? When I was a kid, no dishes. To the closest out. I got to eating food as a kid was like sh- strawberry quick. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't eat out as when I was a kid. No, and when we did, it was like it was vacation. It was yeah, and it was McDonald's. You know, oh, well, we we waited we, for vacation, but we I went did. to McDonald's. I remember my father taking me to McDonald's one time. And for some reason, I don't know it. He probably was on a drug stakeout, and I didn't know. Now it. I love McDonald's. I don't eat it because it's ter- terrible for you, but I do. I love their French fries. I do. <laughs> oh, another hot sports opinion for you today. Yeah. Women should be allowed to work, and McDonald's French fries are delicious. They absolutely and should be allowed to work. And, uh, and the French where, fries. Where are where are your McDonald's French fries on your keto scale? They're absolutely two thousand. Oh, they had the two thousand. That's those your calories for the day. Use sparingly, uh, <laughs> in moderation. No, no, not even use in moderation. Just don't do it. So, I, honestly, I don't do it. I don't. I don't eat that food because I know that it's. But here's the thing: in in comparison to something that's healthy, it's the much cheaper option. So people. So th- there's a reason why. If you, we just don't need fresh fruit anymore. Fresh I'm, vegetables. Oh. No, we don't. And honestly, you could you could eat so much more if you would eat fresh vegetables. Yeah. Oh, I know. And, because and, they and, are so. But the sad thing is, as you go into a grocery, even the best grocery stores now, the fresh vegetable sections are shrinking and shrinking. Man, it's sad because nobody's buying it. Let me tell you something else. So nobody's eating. right. So Mrs. Schwani and I, we went to a farmer's market, and it was it was wonderful. They had everything that you could possibly want. Just a giant farmer's market, right? And but one of the things I I remarked to her is like, I look at these farmers. Look at that stack of oranges. What do you notice? She goes, they're bigger. They're all blemished. Oh, because they didn't paint them. Well, I mean, you go into a grocery store today. Yeah, they paint them. They are all the same freaking size. <laughs> yeah, they paint the them. The same fucking color. This, you know, it's magical. It is like it's amazing. They're made of plastic, sitting there, right? And it's because, yeah, they. I don't know that they're painting them, but I think they do. What, no, no, what no. they do is they they paint them, they dye get, them, whatever. Like the, I know that they pull the tomatoes early and then gas them to make them red, so they're actually sitting there green. If they didn't fuck with them, 
they would be green, but they're now red because they've gassed them to make them red. So you're actually eating a they not could, ripe They couldn't tomato. get them to give them the information. That's right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry. Is tomato genocide. <laughs> I thought you said, yeah. Yeah, they gassed them. They use some sort of gas to turn them red. So the idea is is that when a fruit is ready... <laughs> Are you sure they're oh, just not embarrassing them? Um, maybe. Making them blush? Is that what you're saying? Mm, that's a little weak. <sighs> so, <laughs> a fruit on a tree, or wherever it grows, will change color to indicate... That it's ripe, right? Mm-hmm. And that is for um, nature. There's actually a st- there's this doctor out there. I don't remember his name. That he says, Doctor Fruit. Uh, no, it's something else. But anyways, he, his whole thing is lectins, right? Like he's trying to convince people that plants actually do have defense mechanisms, right? That is why a fruit changes color when it's ripe. It's to let plant predators or anybody that's come eat us now so that the seeds will spread and prior to that it's got it's the the lectin content of that fruit is so high that it'll probably poison or it's it's just not as healthy like you can eat a green banana it's not going to kill you you're not getting the nutrients out of it you would right if you let it ripen Because, because it's not but also the seeds are ready to propagate right so like you think about a tomato when it turns red that tells the birds and the squirrels and the rats or whoever's going to eat that fruit out in the wild that that fruit is ready. Like a baboon's ass. And they can't, right, because it's going to <laughs> propagate whatever comes out of it. No, so if it's eating, so if you, you <laughs> son of a bitch, if you're eating a baboon's ass and it's not red, it's not ready. So, no, the, the tomato turns red, you know that it's ready, and whatever eats it, and consumes it, will then defecate the seeds wherever it is and propagate that plant to another location, right? So yeah. that that's the idea, right? The seed of that plant is ready to propagate that plant somewhere. So it's it's kind of like they work in, in, uh, in concert or they're symbiotic in that the plant relies on those uh, consumers of its fruit to spread the seed. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then... <clears throat> but it, it to, a bird, life. a bird will not come and eat that that tomato until it's until it's after ready. It's ripe. He kn- it, it knows. Oh shit, it's red. That's telling me it's ready to eat. Whereas the the tomatoes that you're probably consuming in the grocery store were not were picked before they were ready, meaning that they're no longer getting any more nutrients. In any them. more nutrients or removing of those lectins right. in, in that fruit. That's right. And it has and, to be because and, it takes longer to get it to the supermarket. And eventually, it'll turn red just by age, but they gas it to turn red. So it's, if you've noticed that your tomatoes just don't taste as, you know, as And they, they're amazing. a little more pale on the inside, yes. too. The flesh is pink rather than yeah. deep red. Yes. Yeah. That's that's it. So, um, but farmer's markets, they don't they do not do that shit. That's straight off the vine. They, and it tastes yeah. so much better. It does. It really does. So, and, you know, and that kind of, you know... That kind of goes against, you know, buying your produce at a uh, grocery store, which I I would recommend if you have access to well, a if you have, Yes, if you, but, but, but okay. Yeah. Most people don't live here. No, 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 no. But, but I will tell you, even in a city, you could have access to, you know, a farmer's market because farmers want you to buy their produce. 
and they will absolutely shit. they'll they'll it come into so the city. Better. I mean, it is really good. You know, I when I grew up in Brooklyn, and I don't know where the hell this guy came from. There was a guy once a week or something would come around with this horse, and the horse would be towing this old way, like an old World War. Uh, Civil War cart, right? Right. And it was loaded up with fresh fruit, fruits and vegetables. I have no idea where this guy came from. Like, if if he came from Pennsylvania, he drove it in, had this... I don't know what he did, how he yeah. did this. And he would go up and down the streets of Brooklyn, oh, stop cool. in the street, and you go out and you get... Oh, it was fantastic. It was such a... As I look back at it now, <laughs> to where we are as a society, when I look back at it now... As a child, it's it's almost like being in a movie you see now where the kids are out playing and here yeah. comes the guy on the horse with the vegetables and all the housewives are coming. And blah, blah. See, we had the ice cream, man. We didn't, oh, we didn't, we didn't ice have cream. We didn't have the vegetable the man. Ice cream. The vegetable man is coming. Mom. Mama, can I get a carrot? 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 <laughs> yeah, we were like throwing out some money. We yelling, mother, throw down some money because they're up in the, uh, in the house. Mm. Throw down some money. I need a carrot. Chasing the guy down the block. That's awesome. Have and you it, ever tried to grow fresh vegetables? I did, and I failed miserably. My wife excels at that. She just knows. I don't, I don't know if she's been doing it or... Well, obviously, she's been doing it. She, But I think it's, it's <laughs> the skill... It just seemed to me like she just knew what, what to do. Like, I was... You know, she gave me a little section of her garden. Her shit, well, her shit was just blossoming and and like but she they was, did she, think about that she when, was pruning it no, knowing what to do with it when she was growing up and my her, stuff never really sprouted but her and her mother probably did that to yeah. all kinds of stuff together. i know her grandmother did like yeah. she was fascinated um you know with her grandmother there are some garden. people who were just and amazing the tomatoes that came out of her she she still talks about them today oh. so my, my great-grandmother did that. She had a tomato plant in the backyard. She planted asparagus. I don't know, I don't know if, she, if she gassed them. I don't know. If, no, she put well. I think she, but she got them to talk. Yeah. Her husband probably gassed them. Um, <laughs> anyhow, my, my wife uh, planted asparagus, and I don't know if you've ever planted asparagus, but that is like, uh, it's like your liver, you know? You cut a little piece out of it, it'll grow back. So, like, you can top that that asparagus, and in two weeks' time, you'll have another top to take off. That's amazing. And I I used to eat it raw right out of her vegetable garden. Congratulations. It's fantastic, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Does it get bigger every Uh, time you lop it off? I don't think so. I think it just stays the same size. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Is it? She used to grow okra. I'm not a big asparagus She'd do... uh, you know why? I have Green an asparagus beans. tragedy in my life. Okay. Do you want to tell me about your asparagus tragedy? <laughs> I can tell how interested you are. It's just a kid's story. Okay. Tell me about it. Were you, Maybe like, this is what... out about the way it made your urine smell? No. So, my... It does. My though. father was first generation American. You ever okay. sit there on the trailer and go, holy shit, what the hell? Is... Oh, hey. that's right. I had asparagus. No. He... Like his food bland, okay? Okay. So there are times when she would make it. My mother would make asparagus, and she would steam it. Oversteam it. Okay. God bless my mother's soul. I like a little al dente. Uh, yes, you little, have to. Yeah. Anyway, you bring it in. It's slopped on my plate. It's the summer. 
I can't go back outside until I eat this asparagus. And it's all floppy and oh, just swiney. Oh, I, it, hear, I hear you. If if you were going to, if you were going to, if I was going to describe the mushy horribleness of the texture of this asparagus, I would actually say it was done swiney. That's what I would say. That's so kind of you, son of a bitch. Mm. Well, that's what you get from looking at your phone while I was talking. Uh, you weren't talking to me. Yes, <laughs> <So> I was. <laughs> <and then you're laughs> so anyway, so when my mother's up doing the dishes, I move, I, I take um, my plate to the side, I scrape the asparagus onto the table, onto the table, because you're at the ridge of the plate, right? Mm-hmm. And then I put the plate over the top of it, and I squish it. I'm pushing down. I like I'm like, wasn't like very I'm difficult. killing somebody with a pillow. I'm squishing, and I push it down as hard as I can. I put my fork and my knife on top of the of so plate. So you, you hid the asparagus. All right, Mom. I'm done. I'm going outside. Okay. She looks over. She says, okay. But I haul ass out the door because I know what's coming. Yeah. And I'm trying to get down the block out of earshot. Door rips open. Jackie! You get your butt back in here and eat this. Oh, and she left it right there on the table because it was all mushed down. Oh, oh, she made you eat it. With a spoon. I had to scrape it up Mm. and then I had to clean the table. Oh, that was a lesson, man. But I. You know what? I don't know what I was thinking. I feel like, you know, being a kid is a lot like being drunk sometimes. You think. You know, you might come up with a good It sounded idea. like really, a good plan. You're really not thinking about the outcome or the, the potential consequences. Of, you know you know, someone is going to eventually pick up that plate. I, if somebody eventually is going to pick up the plate, mm-hmm. you're, I, don't, I didn't... And, and I knew that was going to happen. And the soggy Look, so I knew, I didn't want it. Listen, I didn't, I didn't want to eat it. The shiny asparagus is going to have to be consumed by you through a straw. It was true... It was horrible. Look at you. You know what? saying Schwanny asparagus. You some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the worst part was that the uh, because think about this the 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 time in history this was the chemicals they were using to clean the tables right back then. Oh yeah, Vetch right? cleanser number five. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I've squished it into that. My mother's making me scrape it off the table, not knowing that, of course that this stuff is going to kill me in there's, there's, thirty years. There's some clarity now as to <laughs> and as I'm who eating you it, are and why you are. And as I'm eating it, I can taste the furniture cleaner mm. in it. Tastes like a little uh, varnish. In <laughs> it might be like time chemical. to refinish the table. No, it tasted like chemical. I'm like. Yeah. Whatever. I guess I guess it's good for me. Mom's telling me to to eat this off the table. I guess it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, <laughs> is this good for me, Mom? Hang on, I'm lighting my cigarette. Oh dear. God rest her soul. All right. So what we were talking about her. today? We're talking about something. Nutrition. nutrition. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> there you back. go. And we're back. You know my my dad for some ungodly reason loved liver. And and I think it was because no, this is, you, back in the you, day you've they, had liver trauma. This is the, the no. This is the second or third time we've talked about liver. Oh, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible. <laughs> Why is my it terrible? mom made it for him because he liked it. You know. Well, and it's I'm terrible because sh- you don't like the flavor. Oh God, have you ever have you had it? Uh oh. I don't. I didn't say I would like it. Let me tell you, it it's I can't explain it. I don't like veal either, though. Veal is at least tasty. Okay. Liver. 
tastes like uh, something rotten was cooked. Shouldn't veal, for what it is, shouldn't it be better? I don't know. I'm just saying, if we're going to kill them that young, shouldn't it be like fabulous? Some people would tell you that it's fabulous. That it's better than when it matures? I don't know. know. Get on that, will you? You got any research? I I don't do research. (laughs) I can tell you what my opinion is. What's your opinion, Schwenny? Uh, veal is delicious. You like it? You like that better than regular steak? No, I gotta tell you. Um, you like that better than chicken? Well, no. So, like, so if, if I'm, up. I don't, I don't eat veal. I really don't. Like, if I have a choice, like, let's let's say we go into an Italian restaurant and there's veal scallopini and chicken scallopini. I'm gonna go with the chicken. I just yes. don't care for veal. I don't. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't support that activity. My, I, I don't. I'm not going on. I don't want to take up the, the thing about the, oh, we're killing, killing, killing. No, That's I don't not think my about point. That. I'm not talking about that. My point is, if we're going to take them out young, shouldn't it taste better? Shouldn't it do more for us? Let me tell you this. What need are we fulfilling? If they're, oh, hang on. I'm not done. Okay. Is it that people, is it that people like, some people really, really enjoy the flavor of that? It might be, yeah. Or is it that they, they can tell when these things are going to get sick and die? So. Let's kill them young, make veal out of them, and get rid of the meat that way. Maybe. Could be. But I think probably not. Because, I mean, I think... Prove it. Well, I don't know. I just made an I'm accusation you, that you I can't don't disprove. Th- right. I said, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I'm saying, I made an accusation you can't disprove, so no. I win. I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm just kidding. I don't what think it's either. That what was just if? A, that was a conspiracy So here's theory. the thing. If you're ordering veal, <laughs> it's care. not like you are responsible for the death. I'm not saying that. I'm but not, what I'm, if you were? What if... Would you kill it? Would you order veal if they had to go in the back and kill a baby cow in order to get you your fucking veal scallopini? You'd probably think twice about it, you know? Would, you be, could, w- would you do it for a hamburger? I don't Do they make veal burgers? No. Oh, okay. Would you kill a cow for a hamburger? Fuck yeah, that's what they're on earth for. Well, are you going to go do it? Meat. No, no, no. Are you going to go out there and slaughter this thing? Get I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have... Uh, okay, but that wasn't the uh, scenario. Billy, Bob. Billy Bob's going to do no, it. No, no, no. You went there for the veal eater. No, my point is I would be okay. Say, yeah, go kill that cow and make me a burger. You know, I'm not going to go kill the baby calf. I'm just oh, saying... Oh, oh, I'm not going to say go kill the baby they, cow. They go do it themselves. No, I'm saying don't kill... Uh, I don't want to kill the baby cow. I'm going to let that grow into a full-size cow so I can have a nice hamburger. Yeah, so I can get a bigger <laughs> piece of meat. That's right. <laughs> Tastier. It's going to feed more people. Think about how selfish that is. That is my that point. You're, <laughs> you're you're killing this baby cat before it that can is be, my point. Become a like a a meat pedophile. A, well, a a meat a source yeah, for pe- many. It's not a pedophile. It's a velophile. I don't. I wouldn't say. Are pedophile. you velifying these people? Um, no. <laughs> uh. Especially if they would like to contribute. I'm just saying it would be interesting if you made them, uh, you know, actually put that baby cow to death. I would kill the big cow. Absolutely. Bring me a T-bone. Bring me uh, some hamburger meat and Dude, some yeah, ribs. But you can't, you can't go there. And a brisket. There. Yeah, you can. Oh, oh then you, but you can, then you can take that to are any they moral making, issue. Oh, do you want to take that down to the abortion? Are they making veal briskets? Are you going to take ma- that down the abortion path if you want to go that way? Sure. No, God, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This The name of this episode is going to be Nutrition and Abortion. <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. 
No, <laughs> absolutely not. So a friend of mine said to me, she goes, you eat eggs? I said, man, I love eggs. I'm not, nothing better than a good omelet. She goes, do you realize that an egg is nothing more than a chicken period? Yeah. Isn't it a chicken abortion? No, it's a period. It's a non-fertilized egg. It's a period. And, and why does it come out? Oh. I have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. And that's going to do it for our nutrition talk. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. We we talked enough about food. Listen. All right. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts? No. Good. Go, Go live your life. But let everybody else live theirs too. Shop the perimeter. Peace. And uh, try to be healthy. And uh, yeah, you know when you you know when you're taking in too many calories. Yeah. And uh, so you don't have to stop. You don't have to go lower. Just increase your output. That's right. It's your choice. There endeth the lesson. Y'all be good. Your choice. Bye. We're bad at it. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon.